Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, everybody. I am Lucia Matuonto, and welcome to the Relatable Voice podcast, a talk show where my guests and I talk about relatable everyday situations, books, and the environment we live in. Remember to subscribe and follow the podcast on social media so you can be notified when a new episode is available. Let's begin. Hello, listeners. Welcome to the RV. On today's episode, the RV is meeting with Teresa Zhu in Nashville. Teresa is a third-year undergraduate student at Vanderbilt University who has just published her ebook, The Beginning to the End, Storytelling and Identity. So, Teresa, welcome to The Relatable Voice. Hi, Lucia. Thank you so much for inviting me. Yes, it's my pleasure, Teresa. So, you and I have something in common. We are both very interested in storytelling. So can you tell us when this interest started for you? Yeah, sure. And that's great to hear because I think storytelling is very important. I guess it started, you know, back in my childhood when I was still like learning to read and write. I think I've always just really enjoyed reading like books, just like seeing those stories especially like as I grew older and like even read like novels of different kinds, it was just always very interesting to me to see like, you know, like this totally different person, they're a totally like different world, like they're living somewhere else or maybe they have like magic powers or something. And it was just like very different from my life and like being able to see that like, oh, like, I don't know, like this could also happen in life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just like hearing about, I don't know, like even just like learning about the world that way. I always thought that was really cool. But I think just like storytelling in general, because it's not just like books or like literature. It's like, you know, it can be anything. It can be art. It can be like films, like movies. Mm-hmm. It's like very like unlimited, really, like the possibilities. And I think all of them like just share like a very common sense of, I guess like humanity, like, you know, human emotions, like whatever the story it is that we're telling, like it always makes people like feel something and definitely like makes me feel, I don't know, maybe something that the character is feeling or like it definitely like makes me think back on my own life as well. And I think that's just really fascinating and great to like remind us of how, even though there are like these different, of both like the different experiences that can be out there, but also how like we are all like similar, like we all feel like, sad at times or like, I don't know, we all face like these different challenges or like happy moments as well. Like it's great to see both of them. It's like stories connect us. It's yeah. a great connections help us feel like a great sense of connection to one another, mm-hmm. you know? Exactly. And you are currently studying sociology English literature and an interdisciplinary 
health major called Medicine, Health and Society. Is that correct, Teresa? Yes, that's yes. correct. And how much have your studies influenced your writing? Yeah, that's a great point because I think they really have influenced my writing, like both my kind of choice to write this book, but also just like the topics that are explored in there. I think, I mean, one is like, you know, English. I study like literature specifically, but I've also taken like a creative writing class that was about like nonfiction writing specifically, but more mm -hmm. creative nonfiction. And that introduced me to just this whole new genre that I'd never considered before. I always thought like, oh, writing books are like just books. It's always like fictional like novels or like fictional stories, like this character in this like invented land. But I kind of realized like here you can actually write about your own life and like your own experiences, but not not just like as an like a linear like, oh, like when I was young, I did this and then I did like, you know, in a chronological order, you can like shape, shape it however you want. And I, I don't know, like and touch on like specific topics and themes rather than like, oh, just like story of my life specifically mm -hmm. or like in its entirety for sure. And I think that like made, I realized like I really enjoyed that type of writing or just reflecting on my own life, like just that course and like thinking about like to topics important to me was really like transformative for me to ref like understand more about myself and then like more about how I could put that down into writing or just express that. And so that was part of like a big part of what inspired like the genre of this book as well, because mm -hmm. it is more of a memoir format, but almost like analytical in some chapters, like really just based on my experiences and thoughts about different things. And yeah, so I think that was like big influence. And even in other like literature classes, like there might, I think it's always, it's been really helpful for me to hear from different perspectives that are also more grounded in like history and not just like, when I was younger, like a fantasy type of thing, but more like, oh, these are real stories that have happened to people. Like, I think that was really enlightening for me to see, like, I don't know, about like specific struggles related to different groups based on like historical events, or I don't know, just like, it really opened my mind, I would say a lot of these classes. And same with like sociology and medicine, health and society, like, they've really helped me think about identity in a different way. So not just personal, like, oh, it's, this is me kind of identity, but also how I am related to like other people and like history, like, you know, how my like ethnicity, for example, is part of like a larger story of like, I don't know, things that have happened to like Asian Americans, for example, or like women, like gender identity is really big as well. And like seeing myself as like part of that rather than just like me in this like space with like nothing else. I think that was really helpful as well. Mm -hmm. And you're talking about empathy. And then I just want to know, uh, your book is called Beyond the Surface. And it's mm -hmm. empathy, identity and storyteller. Teresa, can you tell us quickly without giving too much what this book is about? Yeah, I think it's honestly, it really is about those three like topics in like that subtitle, like empathy, identity, and storytelling. And I honestly think it's hard for me to like spoil a lot just because it is kind of almost like vague, but I'll, but kind of because these concepts are just so broad and like yeah. every just prevalent, like everywhere applies to like everyone. 
So in terms of like empathy, like, I guess there are some uh, aspects of how I came to discover like that as a concept and why I think it's really influential. Like for example, that really started when I read this. So yeah, here's another like part of English. Like when I was like younger, I read the book To Kill a Mockingbird by Harper Lee. And I think it's not even necessarily like my favorite book or anything, but it just, there was like a lesson about empathy, about like the quote, like walking a mile in someone else's shoes that really stood out to me and like has stuck with me for, you know, all my life after reading that. Because that's how I realized like everyone does have different experiences, even if I can kind of relate in some ways, maybe again, like you said, when someone shares a story, I'm like, oh, wow, that reminds me of something I did or like I felt or like I relate to that. I agree with that or or maybe I don't agree. Like it's still something to consider. I think, yeah, that really let me realize like I don't really know exactly what's happening in someone else's life. So it helps like try to take their perspective or just kind of not not make like assumptions like without really trying to see things from their situation Mm -hmm. and I think that's like a topic of you know like looking past like those initial assumptions that's like a theme throughout this book about you know what that might look like how we might do that and how that relates to identity which is basically that identity is really complex like it's not just like one thing I don't know it's not just like what we're our hobbies are or like how we feel in a moment, like based on first impressions, for example. And so like, you know, showing empathy helps us like, is part of like realizing the complexity of identity. And then storytelling is like, also like, of course, these are all like interrelated, but storytelling, I think is the one way to, like you said, like find that empathy, like when we connect with each other through stories, but also like in terms of identity, like to kind of share aspects of our identity, like if we're writing like a poem or like we're making, I don't know, a short film about ourselves or even like speaking on a podcast like this, like you share, you can share something of yourself or like some something else that matters to you. And like that, I don't know, expresses some of your identity and how, you know, even that just even like the process of like coming up with that can tell you something about yourself. Okay, okay round two, name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And what do you hope your readers will take away from your book? Yeah, definitely. There are a lot of like topics and like thoughts going on in that book, I think. And there's something I do want to stress is there is no like, I don't know, one interpretation or like one thing that I'm trying to like propose that everyone needs to do specifically. 
like I just want to off I really want to like offer this up as like food for thought like hope I'm hope that my readers can learn something about it about like themselves like maybe what their opinions or perspectives are mm-hmm. and maybe yeah what their attitudes already are but I do hope that they can kind of consider all these topics that they because again I do think empathy is important like hopefully it will help them kind of maybe appreciate people in their life <laughs> or just like even like strangers people they've never met like maybe it'll open them up to like I don't know wanting to learn more about someone or mm-hmm. yeah just like understanding their own complex identity that they are like a lot of things and that they aren't really defined by like one thing even if they think there is something that's really important to them or and then just kind of realizing like I don't know there's this individual side of who we are but also like we are like I don't know it's really cool to like think about how we are related to to others like without even like necessarily realizing it and how like our social identities are really important as well as well as just like maybe a greater appreciation for like just different forms of like art and like storytelling hope I hope like yeah they can kind of get a sense of what is out there like how if they want to express themselves or anything at all how the many ways that they could do so yeah because I think that is really powerful to kind of get a better understanding of themselves it is it is Teresa what (laughs) do you think the future holds for your generation Oh, wow. That's, yeah. Agreed. It's difficult. It's difficult yeah. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to answer, don't, because it's difficult. I mean, when I say that, it's because, for example, climate change and yes, sure. wars that we, we didn't believe that it could happen. But I think it is a great question and like good to think about because we're always like, you know, moving to moving towards that future and like shaping it in every moment. I think for, I guess for my generation, I, I do hope that, I mean, of course, like you said, like issues like climate change, we can find some way to like combat it or just adjust to it or like ma- manage it somehow. And same with all these other issues that I hope we can all be like prepared and at least like understand the possibility of like, I don't know, worst case scenario and like take steps to, I don't know, mitigate it to, you know, have a better future for everyone. I, d- I think there is hope, of course, like it's hard, you know, you might see a lot of like media headlines that are very de- like depressing or just discouraging, but I think there is like a lot of hope that in our generation, because especially with young people, like they're very, I think we're, I don't know, very just interested in these issues. And we also maybe don't have as many like responsibilities at the moment, like maybe not like family to take care of or anything so it's a good time to kind of see like what our potential or like where our potential might take us and you know really kind of work to make this yeah world more like equitable and just like helpful for all people I think and there is you know there's a lot of youth activism that I think is very inspiring like people who are clearly very passionate about these issues and like really trying to get people like informed and like involved and like taking actionable steps and even in terms of like climate change, like, you know, Greta, like Thunberg, or just so many like youth are like directly engaged in these efforts. Mm-hmm. So I honestly hope that a lot of like what I've written about in this book will like resonate with them, especially like, and then because I do think a lot of people are more interested in, you know, there have been like injustices in the past in kind of like rectifying those or just like move, moving to like 
a better like future where people are like all respected. So hopefully like, yeah, we'll be able to like connect with each other well and like, yeah, see that happen. Like who are some authors that have inspired you? There are like lots of very like, I don't know. I feel like I've read like various books and not necessarily like a lot by one author, but definitely since since To Kill a Mockingbird was such a big influence on my life, mm-hmm. definitely like Harper Lee. I would say even like I when I was younger, I liked to read like some of John Green's novels, like mm-hmm. The Fault in Our Stars. And like <laughs> yeah, and like paper towns. And I think that actually also helped me, like just even though like I wasn't, I don't know, like all of these don't necessarily are like fictional novels, they don't necessarily have a clear like message or anything, which I also like I think I appreciate that. Like that's part of the power of like fictional stories. I think they were all very like enlightening for me, honestly, in some ways, like not just like enjoyable to like read. I was like, oh, this is so cool, or like. I don't know, like, I was also in high school at the time, but, like, you know, this was a different kind of experience, but it did show me, again, like, what that kind of life might look like. Oh, this is something that, you know, even if it's fictional, somebody might be going through something similar, similar emotions, Mm -hmm. and I think Paper Towns, I want to say, especially, or, like, one of the novels kind of showed me, like, oh, like, I don't know, from, and this kind of does relate to, like, the themes of my book, actually, in terms of, like, making assumptions about people that, again, like, we don't really know exactly what's happening in someone's life or inner world. And like from the outside, it might seem like they, ha- I don't know, they're like perfect, amazing, I don't know, lots of things, but then like, we don't really know the reality. And I think somebody like one of the characters did like discover that, like, you know, he, I don't know, had this perception of this, of his neighbor, a girl, but then like kind of realized she was a lot more complex than he initially thought. And I thought that was a good lesson for me too. Like, sometimes you put people on like a pedestal like that there are these like all powerful people or figures but then we forget that oh they're actually just humans they like make mistakes like the rest of us they have like lots of things going on that they wouldn't just like tell everybody or like we wouldn't just know so that was like actually really enlightening for me too like oh yeah like this is also something to be mindful of yeah totally and Teresa do you want to leave a message to our listeners anything you want to tell them Sure. I mean, I guess I hope you're all doing well, whatever that might mean for you. Like Lucia said, there's a lot going on in the world. And I don't know, things are always like, yeah, shifting, I guess. And I hope like you enjoyed listening to this. I hope you do like check out at least like the summary or description of my book and that, you know, it can if you read it or read part of it, that it can like resonate with you in some way and, you know, make like a positive impact on your day or life. Yeah, this uh, making a positive impact is what we most need now, Teresa. And (laughs) please share with us where can we find you online, your books, if you have a website. Yes, for sure. So I think I do have, well, in terms of the book, it is on Amazon. And I believe I can share that link. Uh, It's also if you just search up the title, like Beyond the Surface, colon empathy identity and storytelling it should hopefully show up i also have an email address uh xu teresa six like the number six at gmail.com and that's so it's like my last name first name and the number six and i would be happy to like answer questions or just reach out through that i also have an instagram account for the book specifically 
Um, it's called Beyond the Surface. Let me make sure. But I think, yeah, it's Beyond the Surface underscore Teresa Zoo. So the title and my name. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's another way to reach me. I'll like respond to any messages or just any interaction if there is any. And in terms of a website, it's not totally functional, but I do have one, TeresaYZoo.com. Okay, Teresa. And also I will be publishing your article on our blog. So our listeners oh, will be able to learn a little bit more about you. Great. Thank you so much. Yes, of course. And thank you so much for your time and for being a light. Thank you, Lucia. It's an honor to be on your show. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when the next one is posted. Please rate this podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you for listening, and remember, relationships don't exist. Relating does. Until next time. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.